Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our Messiah, Jesus. He told us to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day of the coming of the Son of Man. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee proclaiming King Jesus is coming. Get ready. Now, what I'd like to do is have a word of prayer before we go into the teaching of the Word. We're going to teach a whole book of the Bible in a series starting today. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you in our great Messiah, Yeshua's name, for this opportunity to preach your word and to, to grow in grace. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we know that it's only faith that pleases you. That's the only way we can walk to please you, to walk by faith in Messiah Jesus. Bless our viewers today, Lord, please. Amen. Well, there's a book of the Bible that is so powerful. Maybe you haven't thought about this book of the Bible lately, but there's things in it. There are scriptures in it that are very well known, and it's so important. Why? Well, Paul is getting ready to go be with the Lord. He's been persecuted in many different ways at many times and put in jail as well. This time will be his final time, and he will go to be with the Lord. It's a time of persecution of believers in Messiah Jesus uh, under the Roman Empire. And so uh, Paul is handing off the baton, if you will, to this precious young man named Timothy. And Timothy is going to be one who is responsible to carry on the work that Paul began in the nations preaching the gospel, making disciples, planting healthy churches in Messiah Jesus. Now, we're going to start off with verse 1, of course, 2 Timothy chapter 1. And this book of the Bible, we just finished teaching it at the Sea of Galilee uh, at a home group. Um, week after week, we taught it. Uh, we actually did four chapters in four weeks. It's going to take a little longer with our program. We have a little less time. But I think you're going to really have an opportunity to grow and be prepared for the coming of Messiah Jesus. So, verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Verse 2, to Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Some of the things you can pick up in this book, we even see in this first verse. There's four um, elements of our, of our being, of who we are, that can really help us. And we find these things in the book of 2 Timothy. Here they are. Identity, calling, works of grace, destiny. I'll say it again. Identity, calling, works of grace, destiny. Paul understands his identity and his calling. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. There's other books in the Bible where Paul will say, Paul, a bondservant and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Yes? See, our identity in Messiah Jesus is a bondservant. We are all called to be bondservants of Messiah Jesus. Without going into great depth about a bondservant, what it is is a willing, lifelong servant. Voluntarily, one who wants to be the lifelong servant of another. For example, a bondservant was one who for, for, may have had a debt that he owed, and he couldn't pay the debt, and so he served until the debt was paid. He served as a servant of a master uh, of a household, for example. It might have been a, a wealthy or a great man. 
And the debt was paid and he could have been set free, but he decided instead to be a willing, lifelong servant of that master. So we are to be a bondservant of Jesus Christ. And Paul knows his calling as an apostle. You see, we have our identity as bondservants. We, we, we also included in our identity is our calling and they're very closely linked together. So Paul knows his identity. Paul knows his calling. And here's my question. Do you? Do you understand your calling in the body of Messiah Jesus? That he is an apostle pertains to the gifting, the spiritual gifting the Lord has given Paul. Look at this. We're still in verse 1. Uh, he's an apostle because that's the spiritual gift the Lord gives him um, upon the time of his salvation. Now, when you received Messiah Jesus, the Holy Spirit gave you a spiritual gift. Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If you have, he's given you a spiritual gift. Now, I know many believers in Jesus Christ. They've been uh, believers for one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, and still do not know their spiritual gift. Well, if you can't walk out your spiritual gift, you're missing it, folks. You're missing it. You're missing it. Your identity and your calling are very closely linked together. They're like links of a chain. Identity, calling, works of grace, destiny, right? And, and so... Uh, Paul knows his gifting, do you? Now, just so you can know for later reference, and uh, you can write this down if you want, here's where you can find prominent places in the scriptures that explain spiritual gifts. 1 Peter chapter 4, 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, Romans chapter 12, uh, and Ephesians chapter 4. These are four places in the Bible where our spiritual gifts are prominently mentioned. You need to find out what yours is. Prim primarily they come in one of two packages, speaking and serving. Speaking or serving. Most often people have speaking gifts or serving gifts. Not always, but most often. So I encourage you to go to those places. Find out what your spiritual gift is and walk in it. So you can say, uh, like I would say, my name's Dove. Right. And I'm an evangelist and a preacher. Right. Uh, and um, a teacher of the word of God. And the Lord's given me giftings of prophecy where I teach Bible prophecy under the anointing and the calling of the Lord. OK. These are some speaking gifts that the Lord's given me. So Paul says he's an apostle of Messiah Jesus. All of these gifts come from Messiah Jesus. Right? He's the head and we are part of the, each, each part of the body of Messiah Jesus. And he says that he's not an apostle by the will of man, but according to the will of God. And he depends on God our Father, uh, not man, to walk out his identity and calling in Messiah Jesus. Right? And, and this is all according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Wow, it's great to have eternal life. It's great to have eternal life. I tell people, if someone gets angry at me and says, oh, go to hell, I look at them and say, I can't. I can't. Why? I have the promise of eternal life, which is in Messiah Jesus. Excuse me a moment. Hallelujah and hallelujah. And, and, he, and Paul is writing to Timothy, a beloved son. This is not a biological son. Timothy isn't. He's a spiritual son. He's a son in the faith. He's a son in the faith. And we know that when Paul, and you find out like in, in Acts 14, places like that, where Paul was coming through this area where Timothy was from, Iconium, Lystra, and Derbe, uh, Paul was doing great signs and wonders and people were coming to faith in Messiah Jesus. And, and Timothy grew up in this region 
and that's how he was introduced to Paul and became later a disciple of Messiah Jesus. And Paul is one who's discipling Timothy, and he's a spiritual son of Paul. To Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. My goodness, we could spend a whole month of programming right there. Grace, God's goodness that none of us deserve. Here's another a great definition of grace that is working in us after we come to Messiah Jesus. You see, there's saving grace and there's teaching grace. There's sanctifying grace, okay? So uh, teaching grace changes us into the, and sanctifying grace changes us into the image of Messiah Jesus. One pastor put it this way. Grace is the work of God the Father in me and the sinner to change the man, the sinner, into the image of his dear son. Hallelujah. That's grace. Yeah. And, and, and grace, and he says, and mercy. Mercy is that we don't get what we deserve. Oh, God has mercy on us every day. Hallelujah. And peace. Remember when the shepherds were out in the field when Messiah Jesus was born into this earth? And those angels proclaimed peace and goodwill to man from God the Father because Messiah Jesus is the Father's peace offering to man. It is through the sinless Savior, Messiah Jesus, that when he rose from the grave, we now have the opportunity to come to this peace agent, this ambassador of peace from God the Father, to be forgiven for our sins, hallelujah, and given eternal life that we have peace with God, our Father in heaven. There is no peace without the Prince of Peace, Messiah Jesus our Lord. Now we're going to go to a break in just a moment. There's some really exciting things going on that you're going to hear about in this break. And when we come back, we're going to continue in the first chapter of 2 Timothy. Watch therefore. I pray you're enjoying the program today and I would like to take some time during this break to share with you the kingdom opportunity we have together with the Watch Therefore message. Now, before I do so, I want to say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this program, into this ministry. It's our prayer that you would receive Jesus as Lord and simply enjoy the program today. Now, for those of you who want to lay your treasures up in heaven, where thieves don't steal and moth doesn't destroy, we have such a great place for you to sow. The Watch Therefore message stirs the lost to receive Jesus as Lord now because time is running out and it challenges believers in Messiah Jesus. Don't be lukewarm. Watch therefore and be ready. Jesus our Lord is coming any moment. Now this airtime costs so much money, but so what? What do I mean? That we have an opportunity to take temporary currency and exchange it for eternal life, reaching precious souls with the gospel and, and building up the body of Messiah all over the world with this message. Now this program now goes across North America and on a satellite that reaches 75% of the world. But we wanna reach the whole world and we want to increase the number of precious souls that are touched with this Watch Therefore message you can participate. Go to watchtherefore.tv. Also, there's information on the screen and get on our newsletter mailing list. It's a free monthly newsletter where you can find out how to pray for the initiatives, the kingdom work that we're doing 
And also, you can sow financially into this ministry. Now, I'm not asking for money. And, and I'm not promising you that you'll somehow get rich if you sow into this, this program. No, what you'll do is, is you'll lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And the Lord does say that he will bless those who bless Israel, for example. And also, if we give, he will give to us. How he'll do that and how much he will do, that's between the Lord and you and includes also how you walk with Messiah Jesus in other ways. Okay, so what I'm saying is partner with this ministry as the Lord leads. My help comes from the Lord maker of heaven and earth. I'm trusting him to raise up partners. Now we're about to go to a video of uh, one of our Israel Protection Dog Program partners. This family is very special. They live in a high terrorist area in the borders of Israel, and we're donating this dog to them on behalf of Christians who love Israel. They know we, I believe in Messiah Jesus, and, and they are precious souls who bring blessed by believers in Messiah Jesus. We're in Israel getting ready to see Alpha, the German Shepherd Protection Dog, go to the home of Israel and his family. They live in a very high terrorist area. They're on the front lines here in the land where God has put them. And we're very thankful for those of you who have donated to the Israel Protection Dog Program and those of you who will. It's okay. So do you want to say something to our to our um, partners here who are viewing uh, this program? Yeah, I think that we are all together. Yes. Um, thank you very much. I think it's a very, very important, important uh, project. And thank you and continue like this. Thank you, Israel. Yeah, and David is very important in the program as well. <laughs> He's very important as well. We're very thankful for his work to get uh, Alpha ready to give to Israel. Good job. Good job. Yeah? I can tell you that I saw a lot, a lot of Torotech. We can talk about the Salmon families, um, that they were um, killed um, by a terrorist. I believe that we are in the right area. It's our nation. I believe in our um, doing, and I can promise you that we'll do more. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. In our first segment of the program, we were looking at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. And so now we're going to continue, and we're going to go through uh, verses 3 through 7 or so. I'm going to read verses 1 and 2 for, for review and then keep going. Here we go. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience as my forefathers did, as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day. You know, it's so important for us to look 
at our responsibility to make disciples in the context of Paul and Timothy. Why? Well, Messiah Jesus commands his disciples to go and make other disciples. Go make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. That means all the way until Messiah Jesus comes for us in the clouds and takes us back. His disciples are responsible to make authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus. So here's a way of looking at it. All of us are to be both a Paul and a Timothy, meaning we are to be making disciples. We are to be discipling people. We are to have spiritual sons and daughters. And we are also responsible to be a Timothy like to a Paul, meaning we are to have people in our lives who are speaking into our lives, teaching us the things of the kingdom of God. Okay? And so having said that, as we look at verse 3, uh, Paul, who's discipling Timothy, he is a disciple maker um, like no other. Paul's a very special example to, to all of us. He says, first, it's important to have a pure conscience. Now, when I wasn't following Messiah Jesus, oh, I had... As the Bible says, I had seared my conscience as with a hot iron. I had gotten to a place in sin where my conscience was numb, not, not caring or able to sense right from wrong. But when I returned to Messiah Jesus and he uh, woke me up, as it were, he, he gave life to my spirit and filled me with the Holy Spirit, uh, then my conscience became very sensitive again. Right. And the Holy Spirit had something to work with in me, uh, showing me right and wrong. And, and, and there's nothing like having a pure conscience. Hallelujah. The word conscience, con science, with knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil. It's so precious that Lord gave the Lord gave us a conscience and that as we follow Messiah Jesus, our conscience is being made pure. Right. And so that's so important when making disciples. And, and, and Paul says, He's, he's uh, remembering Timothy, praying for him consistently. You see, when you're making disciples, it, it, it's so important to, to have them on your heart. You know if it's someone the Lord's called you to disciple in our, in our Savior because he puts that person on your heart and you pray for them consistently. Here, who's your Timothy? Who is someone that the Lord's put in your path to disciple that is in your heart that you're praying for consistently and, and he, he greatly desires to see Timothy and he's mindful it says uh, in verse 4 greatly desiring to see you being mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy it may be that when they parted before it, it was uh, so difficult to do that because of the relationship in the Lord that they had right and 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 so we are to have these people that we're discipling that person so deeply in our heart that's the Lord's heart for that person that he's placed on your heart. Hallelujah. Uh, look at verse 5. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Oh, there's so much here. Yes, Timothy is an authentic disciple of Messiah Jesus. And, and listen, before I uh, decide to put time and effort and my own heart energy into making a disciple, I first want to know, is this a person who wants to be an authentic disciple of Messiah Jesus? Why would I say that? Well, I put it this way. I share with all the sheep. I'll feed 
all the sheep the Lord will give me to feed, but I sow into, I spend time with those who have authentic faith and really want to follow Jesus. Why do I say that? Because the devil also will send terrors, false disciples that are time wasters. And they're, like the Bible says in, in Timothy, actually, they're always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Why? Because they're really not wanting to follow Jesus at all. They just have this religious itch that, that is kind of in everyone. Um, but some, of, some really want to go on to be disciples of Messiah Jesus. Others, now they just want that religious itch scratch to feel like they're doing uh, religious things while they really want to live for themselves and for this world. But no, Timothy is one who has genuine faith. And how was that faith initially placed in him? What was the instrument of grace and mercy? His mother and his grandmother. Now there's something I want to tell you or I want to talk to you about regarding Eunice and Lois. I don't think anybody else in that time, in that area, thought much of Eunice and Lois in terms of uh, their, their uh, being impacting people in their generation. Their, their names probably weren't on billboards. They probably didn't have a big chariot, right? Um, like a Cadillac today or, or, or a Mercedes. They probably were fairly normal, average people who just blended in with society. While in that day, there were probably people who had big, expensive chariots and their names on billboards. Everyone knew who they were. And some of them went to hell, Right? But not only did Eunice and Lois go to heaven, their names are in the Bible. And, and, and for all of eternity, they're known as people who are very special, who made a disciple like Timothy that could be handed off to a man like Paul and made a great man of God. Right? What am I saying? I'm saying right where you are, whoever you are, you can sow into the life of a child. You can sow into the life of a person who, who will end up being somebody great in the kingdom of God, not necessarily here on earth. Now, here's an example that's one of many possible examples, but there are people, and I, I used to know this story much more, in a much more detailed way, and I just haven't shared it in a while. I, I forget the details, but there's somebody shared the gospel with a young man named Billy Graham. Yeah, and there, there's kind of a, a, a testimony that explains who the person was that shared the gospel with that person, who, the, who shared the gospel with that person that ended up sharing the gospel with Billy Graham and millions came to faith in Messiah Jesus, right? So what I'm saying is what is big in the kingdom of God oftentimes is, goes unnoticed here, right? And, and so be like a Eunice and like a Lois and look for those, those diamonds in the rough, if you will, that the Lord is saying, see, that, see my mother did this. My mother, my mother shared the gospel with me. And I'm not saying that I'm ever going to be some great man of God. But I will say this. My mother, who was a young lady, uh, divorced, uh, a girl really, a young girl, uh, like you know, 18 years old when I was born. And, 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 and she came to faith in Messiah Jesus in her early 20s. A, a, a very uh, poor and... Um, just a person you wouldn't think much of. But she got saved by Messiah Jesus and she shared the gospel with me. And, and so here I am on television preaching the gospel all around the world. Wow, hallelujah. She was like a Eunice, like a Lois. Amen? 
And, and so in verse six, Paul tells Timothy, therefore I remind you with regard to this authentic faith that your mother and grandmother even put into you, therefore I remind you, stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Wow. He says this, Timothy, you've been given a spiritual gift. Now, I don't believe that, uh, that uh, everyone can be an apostle like Paul today. I believe apostle, the apostle Paul and the 11 other apostles were very special people. I do believe there's power today in laying hands on people and praying. I, I believe, though, also that there are foundation layers like Paul that were given this capacity to lay their hands on people. And, and like Jesus, our Lord did transfer things personally right to them. Um, and, and so today, because of Ephesians 4, I believe that when we receive Jesus as Lord, we are given the spiritual gifts that are in Ephesians chapter 4, Romans chapter 12, 1 Peter chapter 4, uh, and 1 Corinthians 12 that, that are everybody are given today. And we need to stir those gifts up. Hallelujah. We need to stir those gifts up. And as we do so, there is a revival that takes place in our hearts. Hallelujah. Everyone's been given a spiritual gift and we need to operate in those spiritual gifts. And most often people have been saved 5, 10, 15 years. They don't even know what their spiritual gift is. But that's what's tied up in our, in our identity and our calling and our works of grace and our destiny. And look at verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. In a world that's gone 10 kinds of crazy, we can walk with, with this we can be mighty men and women of God with a, a spirit man that is like Stephen, a mighty man in spirit. He was being stoned to death, but saw the Lord high and lifted up. The Lord's called us not to be walking in fear in this very fearful hour, but to be walking in the power of the Holy Spirit with the love of Messiah Jesus and our Father in heaven and a sound mind. That's who we are in Messiah Jesus in this hour. Have you truly been saved? Have you truly received Jesus as Lord? Are you walking in the power of the Holy Spirit like Timothy and we all are commanded to? Be filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. Oh, pray with me. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, our time is about up in this program and time is running out in this generation. Please save, heal, and forgive and raise up from our viewers precious Timothys and precious Pauls. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, for dying on the cross for our sins, being buried on the third day, hallelujah, rising again. Please bring to repentance every viewer today who needs it and save and heal and forgive and raise up. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, amen. Remember to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.